0: Welcome to the Ground Zero Fitness Podcast, the podcast for the fitness beginner. I'm your host,
1: Sam Kraft, sitting alongside my friend Kyle Chin. Getting started in fitness, especially if you've never been to the gym or worked out before, is a daunting task. We've developed this podcast to
0: help listeners get their start in fitness, to help them get strong,
1: stay strong, and enjoy what life has to offer. We discuss the why and how of strength, nutrition, and health So that people can be better versions of themselves for a lifetime.
0: If you enjoy this episode or able to pull anything useful out of it, we ask just one fee and that's just tell somebody who may need this info about it.
1: Welcome back to another episode of Ground Zero Fitness Podcast. Today, Sam and I are going to be talking about the holidays, the holidays, the holidays, we know it's getting to that time of the month. Sorry, ladies, that's not the one we're thinking of. <laughs> but we're getting to the holidays, and everyone knows that the holidays is when you splurge. Your diet kind of falls off track because you've got Christmas, and then leading up to New Year's, obviously. So, Sam, what do you usually eat during the holiday season? Gotcha, and it was pretty funny.
0: Kyle and I were just talking about how
1: Christmas
0: – basically lasts from Thanksgiving Day until New Year's Day uh, with all of the splurging going on. now the way that I manage it is I consider this time bulking season <laughs> so then I don't really feel bad about splurging on a lot of those days. Obviously you don't have to be um, you don't have to go overboard but that's really honestly when i'm when I'm with my family on Thanksgiving Day when I'm with my family on Christmas Eve in Christmas Day in New Year's, what I'm not thinking about is my diet and what I'm eating. I'm just gonna eat what I want and enjoy it and know that it's bulking season <laughs> so it's not gonna really affect me so
1: Kyle what do you what do you kind of focus on? I try to. I kind of have like a puzzle piece going on in my head during Christmas like when I have big meals like that I purposely save certain calories for certain places (laughs) I guess it's kind of weird but so like for example if I don't like mashed potatoes or if I don't like rice and I know I'm having like a prime rib or a steak with my meal I'm just gonna skip out on that on that carbs and the reason why is because I know I'm gonna be going in on those chocolate chip cookies at the end of the night so I'm i'm kind of like budgeting my stomach room for what i really want right (laughs) i guess it's kind of weird to put it that way but i do splurge but i'll try to limit the things that i can does that make sense so it's almost like like a controlled splurge
0: yeah i'm gonna double down on the prime rib and maybe not hit all those high-calorie, carb-loaded stuff quite as hard, so I can enjoy my cookies and cheesecake and whatever I want after that. It's it's a pretty good idea. Um, I know, you know, a lot of people. It can be a situation where a day like that will cause them a setback. You know, and I think one of the problems that I see is people will be like, okay. It's Thanksgiving day or it's Christmas day. We're going to eat at four o'clock. I'm not going to eat anything until that meal. And then you go really overboard <laughs> during that meal. So you go, you know, you go extremely overboard and then you eat a bunch, but then you're hungry again after. So then you're eating that leftover turkey sandwich after with the pumpkin pie right before you to bed that night. And then what you tried to do which was not eat up until that to save calories it actually worked against you. So if you're really really bothered about not wanting to overeat during one of those big meals, then wake up and do the same thing that you normally would. Eat your breakfast and then, you know, maybe have a little bit of that lunch and then once you go into that dinner, you're not going to go overboard because you've already eaten a couple meals that day, you know, or if you, if you really want to want to wait for that meal, then hit a protein shake or something like an hour before just to curb a little bit of that and fill up your stomach just a little bit, you know, so there's a, there's a couple things that you can do there. Just like, you know, kind of eat like that's a normal day and then enjoy smaller portions or, you know, so that's, there's a few different ways that people can
1: go about that. I love how you have that perspective because I'm the complete opposite and I love fasting up until the meal. So I won't eat anything that day. Like this applies to Thanksgiving as well, where I'll fast the entire day until like 6 PM. And then at 6 PM I'll get my first meal in and I know I'm going to splurge that entire night. So I'm probably eating 2,500 calories within a two to three hour window span- window. And I don't know. It just works for me because I, i like doing that and it's been something i've done for a while now and i know a lot of people can't do that because of the after effects that you're mentioning where it doesn't just happen in one day you end up waking up the next morning feeling hungry as well and then it it ruins your week essentially yeah yeah you definitely you just it comes down to knowing how you're gonna
0: respond to it um you know for you you like to fast like when I wake up on Thanksgiving morning, guess who's making his exact same breakfast with six eggs and all that stuff? Me. And then, again, bulking season, so then I probably <laughs> go overboard during the meal too and don't worry about it. But I know, like, other people are in a different
1: situation where it can, can yep. actually get them. I want to bring up one topic real quick. Um, So we know that... If you have a significant other, you're going to multiple Christmas dinners during the Christmas season, and maybe on Christmas Eve, you're with your family, on Christmas Day, you're with her family, and then the day after, you're with the grandparents or something like that. And then this constantly goes until New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. What, what do you do during a situation like that? couple
0: different options we can go to the don't worry about it route right or you can and just have at it and i know that's what a lot of people do but um what i would suggest you know you you're in this situation where there's a ton of good food a ton of hors d'oeuvres you know because like you said you know you if you have three different meals with different people then you know it's not only just the meal it's all of the hors d'oeuvres going into it but what you can do is try and moderate on all of those days. You know, so take, it's okay to say no to stuff on certain days. You know, on that second or third day, if you had a bunch of pumpkin pie and ice cream and cherry pie and cheesecake on one day, say, I got my fill of dessert. On day one, I, I'm good, grandma. I, I don't need your pie you know so (laughs) you're really gonna tell that to to your grandma (laughs) no i would never do that but i know some people probably have the heart to say that to their grandmas i don't (laughs) but anyway you know so it's okay to say no it's okay to take smaller portions on all of that stuff you know do what kyle does cut down on the potatoes and double up on the prime rib and um can we both ah uh, I don't know, can we both agree that counting calories during the holidays is kind of
1: not a good idea? Yeah. What do you think? I don't I don't even like counting calories during the regular portion of my days. So yeah. I don't think counting calories during a holiday is the best of your idea, especially if if it's going to mess with your mind going into new year's resolutions and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. And if you are a new year's resolutioner then again consider you know all the food that you're eating during
1: the holidays as the fuel for all those workouts that you're going to have in january (laughs) and one thing i want to add to is i know we might be posting this a little too late but let's say you're dieting and for the past month you've been i guess planning for christmas it's okay to splurge on one week of your diet if you know the three weeks are okay. And I, I'm not talking about completely go go crazy, go stupid, all that stuff. But I, I mean more like your calorie intake, if you're dieting, should not be at a set amount, a fixed amount every single week. Because some weeks you feel hungry, some weeks you're not as hungry, and some weeks you're you're stressed. So that may lead to more more calories right so for a week like christmas you want to give yourself a little more breathing room and expect that you're not going to be losing weight as fast as the previous weeks so it's okay to have this week as i guess kind of like an an indulgence week and then you just get back on it for the next three weeks three four weeks
0: yeah it's you can it's almost like a like a training deload like you, know, you train for three to five weeks and then you take that deload week where you, you know, drop off intensity and volume and then it kind of gives you, you your mind a reset, gives your body a reset. So if you could plan that into your training where it's like, okay, Christmas week, boom. This is my deload week where I'm not gonna worry about, worry as much about what I'm eating. It's gonna be great. I'm gonna come back into it refreshed. I think that's a really, really healthy way to go about doing it. And what I think is something worth mentioning is the more that you've stacked healthy eating, healthy training habits going into the holidays, the less likely you are to sp- to splurge on all of the bullshit that is available to you. Like, I don't know about you, but I feel like, you know, you're sitting around on Thanksgiving day, like, you know, there's, there's chips, there's cookies, there's all that stuff around. And if you've been eating well enough for long enough, you know, that your body like doesn't react well to do, to consuming a bunch of that. So then you just don't. And then you double down on the good stuff because it's not every day, you know, you have prime rib, you know? So if you've stacked habits leading into the holidays, I'm sure it's a lot easier to manage it.
1: That's that's a really good thing that you brought up because when you do diet, everyone knows if you have a cheat meal, you're only going to be cheating on that one thing. And I guess Christmas is that perfect season where you choose what you want to cheat on. And since you've been stacking up those ha- healthy habits, it's not like you're going to be consuming the orange juice with the wine, with the beer, with the like 10 million thousand types of like a million desserts and all that stuff you're going to be choosing the stuff you like the most because these are habits that you've been building up leading to christmas so this christmas technically should not be as bad as your previous ones where you didn't really have any control over yourself so you're you're completely right about that it's all those habits that you built up beforehand you realize it going into christmas that you won't screw it up Yeah. And like, even though it's a special occasion,
0: you know, after the big meal, and then, okay, everybody starts bringing out the desserts, and it's like, okay, do I need three scoops of vanilla ice cream with a slice of pumpkin, a slice of cherry, a slice of apple pie? Do I need to shove that down my throat? If you've built up the habits and you've learn to eat well enough and you know that you if you eat a bunch of pie and ice cream your body's gonna feel like shit then you're a lot less likely to actually splurge on that you're just gonna be like okay i'll take a one scoop of ice cream and a smaller piece of pumpkin pie you know so it's like you can those things will actually start happening if you've put in the work prior to the
1: holidays Yeah. No, you're completely right about that. And I didn't even think about that point, but every time I've had cake, I'll ask for the smallest amount or like the smallest slice. And it's not because I'm dieting or anything, but it's just that I realize if I eat such a small slice, I get my, my craving fixed and I'm, I'm pretty much good. I don't need to eat half a cake or a full cake to feel, (laughs) to feel good about myself. I can have a little slice with a little bit of ice cream, like a scoop of ice cream and, I'm good. Yeah. And
0: I think one thing that we really need to address here is the family-friend pressure that you get during this. Like, have another beer, or (laughs) have some more potatoes, or better have another slice of pie. And those are... It's a lot easier for if you've set up habits and you've shown like your family, like all of a sudden maybe you've, you've lost weight or you're starting to kind of lead by example. When people start asking you those things, you can be like, no, I'm good. And then they won't give you any crap about it because they can actually see the change in you. So, (laughs) or they won't even bring it up to begin with, you know, but I, I remember, you know, especially when I was younger, like, always hearing that like have a little bit more you why aren't you having some of this you know and it's like well no wonder I was a chubby kid
1: well you it's know? also the fact that they they offered you more because you probably ate way too much to begin with yeah. so they knew you could eat a lot
0: yeah yep so that's that's definitely a battle that I think people play is that that pressure around the holidays and expectations like we, we already brought it up the the grandma thing. How do you say no to grandma's pie or yep. whatever? And at some point, you're, you're, you'll are you're get to a place where it's actually pretty easy to say no to it. Yep. Or say yes to a smaller amount.
1: No, I, I agree 100%. Just because you already built those healthy habits along the way. And especially if you're eating the good stuff, like the, the prime rib, you're eating double portions of that and then you're minimizing the amount of whatever else you're eating your your mashed potatoes just because you don't like it that much and then you can eat more or have your little temptation of apple pie with with a scoop of ice cream and and you're good as long as it hits your 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 craving and you're good (laughs) then leave it makes you feel
0: like you had a christmas dinner yeah Yeah. It's really not it's not really not christmas dinner without dessert in my opinion but yeah
1: i need the chocolate chip cookies <laughs> <laughs> well yeah i think i think we touched a lot of topics on eating not completely splurging or going completely overboard during the christmas season we know it's a long holiday and everyone loves eating their fix and going crazy but there are ways that you can make it manageable especially if you've been building up healthy habits along the way so to anyone listening to this thank you for listening to that to this podcast i i hope you have an amazing holiday sam you want to say anything yep i would like to add
0: something i know kyle recently or today came out with a newsletter oh correct? true newsletter Do you want to yeah. talk about that in case you're coming on here and want to get Signed up on that. It's about um
1: workplace habits, correct? Yeah, so yep. tell us a little bit about that. Yep. So I work at a nine to five right now and I'm in the office all the time and there's so many poor habits that happen in the office. From not drinking enough water to not walking around the office to, to just stretch a little bit. Um monitors too low. Simple things like that that you can fix along the way, simple lifestyle changes that will kind of get you building the right habits and then laying the right foundation so that you can start living a little bit more of a healthy life in the office, but also talking about stuff like how to eat right, how to manage a consistent weight on the scale so you're not fluctuating all over the place, and how to build muscle along the way. So those are all the things I'm going to be talking about on my newsletter. Um, If you would like to sign up, feel free to go on my Twitter account, and it should be under my links. And, yeah, thanks for bringing that up, Sam. Yeah, yeah. And
0: if if you are struggling with, you know, your office environment and trying to figure out how to be healthy, make sure that you get on his newsletter with that and then go back and check out episode number eight with Ty Tot he talks quite a bit about the habits that he's built and the habits he's built with his staff in the workplace. So thanks a bunch for listening. Um, You can find Kyle at I am Kyle C E. And then myself at Sam K underscore strength on Twitter. Thanks a lot. We'll talk to you next time.